Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hi, Esty. Hi, Darren. I miss you. I know I say that every time we do this pod, but it's true. Our listeners should know that we actually haven't seen each other in person since um, you came and helped me out with my music video. Music video performance for James Corden. Yes. For fucking around or running around for, for network TV. But, and that was before we had even started the pod. Yeah, we hadn't even started recording. It's so crazy. Crazy. And that was so yeah, much fun. I know. We see each other more doing this. That was, it was fun. So I know. It much seems fun. like ages ago now. What is You time, know, I man? really, my, um, my aunts and uncles on both sides of my family really loved that performance. Thank you, aunts and uncles on aunts both sides uncles, of the family. I don't think I've gotten more text messages from my aunts and uncles than that performance that we did, even with Haim stuff. Really? Yes. Maybe they've just grown jaded. I was like the new the new kid at school who was like, you know, doesn't nobody knows anything about him or her, so they immediately have like interesting, cool, hot status. No, I think they just really love like, the song. <laughs> I think they just really love Thank you. I know. Sorry, I'm like insulting your very nice. No, they were uh, no, not at all. They were just they were super jazzed on the performance. And I think my one aunt in particular really loved the dress that I was wearing. I think that she has some issues sometimes with things that I wear. And I think this was the time she was like, you did a good job. Yeah. That one, that one, uh, that one went pretty high. Yeah. It was a, it was a, that went, that went up disco. It was a disco ball. It was a disco ball number. Yeah. You were like a, you were like a disco Eagle. Because it had like the feather kind of tapered. That's a good way to put it. Disco Eagle. Disco Eagle. Yeah, that's a cool band name slash concept in or general. Or like a club. Yeah, Disco Disco, disco Eagle, Eagle is a Eagle. fucking like, cool club name. Let's go to the Disco name. Eagle tonight. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, you guys. I've been working at the DE for like when I when I start I started at the, at the DE. Yeah, the DE. Down in the DE. But then you know I down in DE, and this is like early DE days. Oh, those DE you know, days. So Twenty twenty one. Those DE yeah, yeah, days. Yeah, we used to know. We used to know. Where have they gone? Gone. Oh, we have to stop oh. singing because we can't sing. I wonder if songs. that counts for musicals. You know what? I don't know if that'll be cut out if we're getting trouble. We'll apologize right now to yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, sorry, Weber. sir. Our listeners should know that for the amount of songs that Essie and I want to break out in and reference, because we do it for movies all the time and for culture references, but songs are a tricky thing. Several episodes we've had to cut out us like mentioning a song because. It, there's like a whole legal thing because you know lawyers and legal things yep. they you know that's that's how that's how it is that's the world we live in but i'm going to use that as a segue for something we wanted to do earlier Essie, you were talking about songs that we thought were one thing yes but were something else yes well i think you know i think for on on my side of the street i think that mostly came from having a father who's ESL, so English as a second language. Right. That that'll do it. A that'll lot. that definitely adds to it. But I would hear him singing the songs and I adopted those lyrics. So one in particular, my family and I would watch Married with Children. Love and so, I can't sing it. You can't sing it. Song where the I can't sing it. I'd sing two two notes. I think I'm allowed two notes. Love, Love and, and And that's all you get. Something, so, pe- I think something that it's to do with people matrimony. People know that it's it's love and marriage. Love and marriage go together like a go horse together, and carriage. Like a horse and carriage. And my dad changed the lyrics to love and cherries. Love and cherries. Yes. 
That's amazing. See, we can sing that because right. legally we're not singing the correct See? song. And if anything, we'll be protected under satire. Thank you. I mean, the red tape of this, I the red tape of it all is very frustrating because we are both <laughs> musicians and we love to sing everything. I feel like that's all, yeah, I, that's I, all I do is I make up songs about everything. When I'm uncomfortable, I make up oh songs. When I'm excited, I make up songs. Like if, I, if I'm in a situation where I like someone makes a joke and it's not funny and I feel uncomfortable for them, I write a song and I'll like, I'll sing, I'll sing that I'm uncomfortable. Somebody just at the dinner table tonight was like, uh, where was, they were saying something where they couldn't remember the word and uh, they were like, you, um, so I was, I was with my, uh, what's, uh, what's the word? And I went, burn, <laughs> when's it my turn? Again, we'll see what legal gets us away with because I'm only singing four or five words top. That's true. Of the song. These are all people we love, artists I we know. love. It's like we're only supporting their brand. A hundred percent. I, you know, like I don't think I would get angry if someone on a po- on a podcast was singing a high end song. But again, oh, it's so tricky. One of my favorite. YouTubers, this guy named Rick Beato, who's who does a ton of music videos. I'm sure you've seen some of his stuff. He's he's really amazing. There's a lot of really cool video essays on on songs and and uh, music history shit. And uh, he he gets he'll like do a video essay on like how great you know Joni Mitchell okay. is and like play the songs and explain why and break them down. And then like he'll get the musical the video get pulled down. And he and then oh. he'll like do follow up videos being like I am literally giving. A shout out to someone whose record came out like more than 30, 40 right. something years ago oh. for free to tell a generation about this. Like, what is the value? Where's the additive value in you taking this? To- anyway, it's, no, it's, it's all true. legal things. It's, I it's get it. It's true. No, but it's like, I, come on, man. I agree. And I, it's hard because, like, I think that there is an element of like being able to give music to the people. You know, you know what? I, I, I have to share a rant that I go on. A lot of my friends have heard me go on this. I've, I'd like to share it on this podcast if if you'll permit okay. me. But I always think we were talking about the commodification of music. So the music as a consumer good is a relatively new phenomenon in, in the history of culture. It's it's just barely maybe like 100 years old, just just a little younger than that at least mass consumption of music and at least well i mean and it's wildly different from how it started to where it is now but if you think about you know a couple hundred years ago music other than folk music like local music be it you know depending where you're from in the world whether it's tribal or or sort of uh village you know uh people playing you know uh, instruments at home and and sharing songs from generation to generation as far as like what we know is classical music is concerned. If we're just going to focus on that genre, this was music of the upper class and the, the ability to have music was a luxury, like a literal luxury. And so when you think about a lot of the like etudes and minuets that Bach had to like come up with like variation one in a minor variation two in a minor and just him basically riffing on some shit that he's working out the result of him being commissioned by some like Duke or Lord that's like, Bach, give us some music. Right. Like it's the, it was literally like, Hey Siri, play my favorite, you know, whatever, play, play some workout music. Mm-hmm. It used to be just people where a dude would be like, come here, musician, play a yes. thing, play that little ditty I like. And then the guy, and then box over there fucking sweating like, bullets I going, think- okay, fuck. Um, okay, here yes. we go. Here we go. It's going to be great. And then if you have a party, you get, you know, like chamber music and you get musicians and the the experience of hearing music was like a rare thing. And so the thing that I, this is all lead up to the following. I cannot imagine what it was like if you're like, you know, a lower class, maybe a peasant or something. And, you know, Beethoven is putting on a concert in like Hamburg or some part of fucking Germany. And no one has ever heard like, hit the fifth or the ninth or or some seminal Beethoven piece, right? Like no one's ever fucking heard it before. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's all these Lords and nobles and like rich people there that are there to, to, to hear Beethoven's new work. And I always wonder if there was like one guy, like one buddy that was like, Hey man, listen, I I got tickets. I got got tickets to go see Beethoven or like, I'm working, I'm working the thing. Like, why don't you come? Have you ever heard music before? And I'll be like, yeah, I heard my mom plays, um, the lute. No, no, I'm talking like a fucking like chamber orchestra. orchestra. No, never. Yeah, like a room full of music simultaneously happening in real time. 
No, I've never, I've never heard it. What's it like, bro? It is like I'm pretty sure it's it's the only connection we have to God. <laughs> um, and he goes, okay, I'll check it out. And he goes, and you sit there and you hear, bum, 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 right. and you hear some like iconic piece of music. You would, your brain would oh, fucking melt. Hundred percent. You would transcend. Like, can you like with no relative experience before, and the music hits you. You, you probably burst into tears. Anyway, that's my I long mean, I feel, rambling No, I, I've musing. never thought about that. That's actually pretty crazy. Like, what was that like? How would that have even... And then afterwards, people are like, what was it like? And you're like, oh, fuck, it was... I don't know, it was beautiful. I cried. I, well, how did it go? Um, da-na-na-na. Oh, you had to be there. Right. Uh, it, it, it repeated that in a couple different variations, but it was great. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. And, like, not having... You couldn't just summon it again. You couldn't just be like, yo, let me listen to it on my phone. It was this experience that happened in that instant. The same thing with opera and all these other high, you know, um, high society pieces of, of music culture from that time. Like you would hear it and that's kind of it. Exactly. You know, and you would just be left with this impression of like, holy shit. And that blows my mind. I can't imagine the emotional, like spiritual experience that must have been for people who could like hear music at that time. Like we take for granted the idea that you can summon the entire recorded catalog of music at any time. On your I know we're so lucky, right? Wild. We're so lucky that we have that. I mean, I feel like I have that reaction when I hear classical music, I have that reaction and I have access to it all the time, but I think there is something, you know, they call, the heartstrings heartstrings for a reason because that's you know this the timber of string instruments it hits you in your chest do you know that yeah there's a free there's definitely a frequency like there's a lot of science on this yes. that, like neural and uh, past like uh, effects of uh, specific wavelengths yes. and frequencies and i heard the cello is the closest human made like analog acoustic instrument to the human analog, voice an acoustic instrument to the human yes. voice yeah it's i've heard that as well voice. i've heard that as well so when you hear it really saying it like just it just yes. moves you. it's like when yo-yo ma plays that higher shit it sounds like an irish tenor and you're just like why am i crying knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling meeting new friends or just even to master a new skill but it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes that's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I love what we're talking about classical music also because Adam and I went to go see um, Peter and the Wolf at oh, we saw Dude yeah, Mel. Yeah. Viola Davis, Red, I mean, again, brought to tears. I met, okay, I don't want to go off on too many tangents, but I realized at that concert while I'm bawling, while I'm like crying, because it just reminds me of my childhood. So, oh man, me too. Because, you know, it's, it's you know, each, each instrument is a different animal. And, right. you know, it's, it's just such a great, it's, a, it's just such a great symphony and such a great thing for kids. Totally, very cinematic. Totally, very, like it's very, um, it's very accessible. And that's the for thing. That I realized being there, all of a sudden, like I'm crying, and the hairs on the back of my neck started to stand up, and I was like accessing a memory that I hadn't, like, had never associated with Peter and the Wolf, and I realized I, I was seeing in my head. Devin Sawa in Casper. Oh man, 
don't get me started on that. Be still, be my, still heart. my beating heart. I mean, can I keep you? I mean, I'm um, fucking dude. We went to go see it in a drive-through movie theater over the pandemic, and this is and this is you know hundreds of people who are fully adult human beings with children, probably older than Devon Sawa in that movie, oh. and the hoots and hollers and honks of horns that happened when that motherfucker came on oh. screen were so intense that everybody has this like very visceral like reaction to seeing that kid being like just the hands the handsome boy oh. that everybody loved and just it, and it was i was like we're adults this is like is this appropriate and then my friend was like yes it is that it, it's devin Sawa. it's devin <laughs> i mean it's devin i mean devin Sawa. what a career but but anyway sorry back to so peter okay, and the so, wolf but i realized the score to the casper movie there's one song in the Casper movie that sounds so much like Peter and the Wolf. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of those great symphonies, like, you know, like Gustav Holst's The Planets kind of sound like a bit of John Williams, like Star Wars stuff. Again, yeah. A lot of the Tchaikovsky romantic era totally. shit sounds like, you know, cinematics Every, we know now. Everyone and, borrows from, you borrow, if you're going to borrow from someone. Yeah, those are the people. I forget, I should, and my, my, uh, my classical friends will make fun of me. I forget who wrote Peter and the Wolf. I shouldn't even admit that I forget. What? Oh, wait, look it up. Not, it's not Stravinsky. I know. Yeah. No, it's I should not. Know. There's like, I can just hear my classical friends listening to this going, Darren, come on. Yeah. Wait, Adam. I know it's Russian. Prokofiev. I don't even know how to say that. Prokofiev. Yeah. Okay, Sergei say Prokofiev. it. Okay, so Prokofiev. That makes sense. Yeah, Prokofiev. Wrote it. It's all the Russians. The Russians, man, fucking what a, what a period oh, of music. Yeah, I know. I probably sound like so American when I say that. I mean, those are like- um, Yeah, Peter and the Wolf, man. What a good one. It's so Shit. good. But that's also one that's meant to be experienced live. There is music. We talk about live music all the time, but something we haven't necessarily talked about is there are genres of music that are designed to be witnessed live. They were born from the live experience, and it's not only it's only recently- I would say as little as the past 10, 15 years that there is now music that's more exclusively for being listened to on your phones and your and your headphones. The former being, I would say, you know, classical music, jazz, funk music, things that are about the live band and the sort of spontaneity and the moment in the room. And these are also these are also genres of music that were created for space when you think of like classical choral music it was meant for churches chamber right. music was made for like small little halls um even all the way is i'm actually quoting this was a david byrne ted talk that he did about music being like fitting the space and he was talking about how jazz was born in low ceiling small rooms where you could kind of really get in and lean in and hear the the trumpet go nuts and then really lean into the brushes on the on the snare and how music throughout the years has like really defined uh, the space has defined the music that was being created punk punk you know these shitty rooms with like shitty speakers and overblown gain and like overdrive is created from these loud kind yep. of shitty kind of fuck you attitude things and that's its own type of music so there's like so much music that is meant to be live like if you and I listen to a classical piece like it's pretty but like, if you hear it in the in a like concert hall, you're like, "Oh my oh, it's god!" Different experience. Totally, totally different, different thing. thing. So it is weird that we now have music. Like, I have, I'll listen to music that like I go, "This is not like when I see it live." It's basically they're playing the track because it is a digital experience. You know, yes. it is not an acoustic experience, and that's not a bad thing. I don't, I don't like shit on that. By any means, it's just different. But it, that's a newer phenomenon. I think that's probably again only 10, 15 years old. Yes. Because there's a lot of music that you and I love that, you know, it it would be hard to, if not impossible, to replicate it completely acoustically. And it's not meant for that. It's meant for our headphones exactly. and our. It's a different beast. You know? It's a yeah, different beast. It's it's cool. But I, yeah, I hadn't seen classical music in a very very long time so of course i had this to bring it full circle did you go recently yeah, i went to uh, this was like maybe two weeks ago it was before i saw kamasi washington oh really where bowl with dudamel oh wow how beautiful oh, is that i mean dudamel pretty wild i know and let her be still my oh, heart what a bad what a bad God. dude i was i was really having a full-blown like like spiral watching and listening to 
Peter and the Wolf and Viola Davis reading it. I mean, she is just so exquisite and such an amazing actress. She's so regal. She is yeah, just... Yeah, she just has such a I presence mean, about I her. I was, I was in tears. I was fully in tears. Yeah. It's a moving thing when you have that many people yes. functioning at that level. And due to Mel, I mean, I, I always say that conductors, like orchestral conductors, are the closest thing to real life wizards. Because they get a funny outfit, they have an actual wand, wand and they are literally manipulating and wielding sound. I like, know. Like a sorcerer would of like, you know, objects in a room. Like, you're going to go up, you're going to go down, you're going to go over there, and just, like, it's amazing. I wish everyone could see you conducting right now, because that is all, it is- You can use your imagination. very wizard-like. You know, <laughs> no, but you're, you're- fl- But it basically your is. Your flick of the wrist is very nice. Thank you. Do you know all your time signatures? One, you know, da, like da, 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 I can't do it. Yeah, I had to do that Conducting in college. Conducting really is an amazing skill. I had to do skill. that in college. And, really? Yeah. Conducting is really extraordinary to me. I, anytime, like Randy Newman will conduct stuff because he's, you Because know, he can do everything? Because he can do everything and you're just like, God, this guy. I just watched a video of my friend Emily Bear, if you know who she is. She's like 19 years old. She's She was one of like, she would hate it if I said this, but it's true. She was, you know, like a child prodigy mm-hmm. and like one of these like, like, like uh, Quincy Jones, like protégés. Nice. I was just watching a, a video of her like conducting, and I was just like, "You're 19 years old, like, and you're a young woman. Like, that's cool. You don't see that a lot." But just it just reminded me of like how cool conducting is. I want to see when that. That's why does it with his cool long hair. It's oh, so like impassioned, so, like, and you're just like, "This is magic. It's actual magic." I think that I would enjoy conducting. I think you could do it. I feel like if you, if you did like a crash course, like. You really could do it, yeah. I definitely have the faces for it, that's for sure. I wish people could see Esty do it. Yeah, she was giving me the faces and really getting into oh, it. Oh, man. I mean, you're putting yourself into, literally into the music, and you are now wielding, again, all of the pieces. And you have to understand, like, all parts of the car so exactly. well. You have to know the the, the way the chassis built the wheels where the trunk is how, like you have to know every detail about every piece and like getting to I it's, know it's just such a high functioning you have to know everything you have level to know of understanding everything about every part of the orchestra and to really bring yeah. it home I do remember being like as a kid watching the movie Mr. Holland's Opus yep do you remember that movie do I remember the movie as a kid I was like that looks like fun I get to be the the one in charge cool. of all these instruments yeah. That seems like fun. Again, closest thing to, to a wizard. A wizard. Just like I think cameramen are the closest thing to being Ghostbusters. But that's a Wait, whole other story. What? You ever seen a cameraman? You ever seen a camera? Yes. See what it looks like? It looks like Ghostbusters gear. And they are literally capturing ghosts. Wait. I'm, that carrying, and smoke I'm it. carrying the two plus I'm just saying, carry- if you have a gigantic camera yes. that looks like a all these wires and stuff for, that look like... The Ghostbusters guns. Yes. And they are capturing things that are no more. Right. Forever. Right. If you act a performance is like a transient ephemeral moment. And so the ghosts of those moments are are put into the camera and recorded forever. I'm on board. There you go. With with that characterization. That that was that was that was out there. I know that that you weren't expecting. I was not funny. And then I was not. But I will. I will agree with you. When you see them, you get it because all the wires and stuff. And well, also I was making funny comments. The the camera people that have the the backpack with the thing on, like a steady cam. Yeah, like a full steady cam. You do look like something of a ghostbuster ghostbuster or a scorpion. You have all this cool gear. Oh yeah, that, well like, if you have that if you have like the brace, I don't know what the the nomenclature is for that device, but yes, if you have a certain contraption that is a steady cam. Yeah, you yes, do kind that, of look like a, a ghostbuster. I mean, you look like some kind of cool futuristic, yeah, like you know, superhero ghostbuster. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. One of the best pieces of advice of advice I was ever given about working on set 
uh, film set is always learn the name of every cameraman or woman. Always. You know what? I'm going to go one further. Learn the name of everyone on set. On set, if you, everyone exactly. is that's, your friend. I feel like that's indicative of a bigger of a bigger yes. thing. But yes, try to retain. I try. The name of everybody. I, I mean, I think that that's. I think that that go. You know, I try to learn everyone's name. But I do some. I mean, I. I think the way that I go about it might be slightly annoying because if someone tells me their name, usually I'll either like associate it with like the like if their first letter. Let's say, let's talk about Terrence. Terrence, our producer. The first time I meet Terrence, I might say, you know, titillating Terrence. You make mnemonics yes. for yourself to to remember the And names. I will never forget. And then, you know, as I get to know, I'm, I'm Terry and TT and Terrence podcast producer. That's a good system. I think most people no, but I will, forget. But I'll tell them. They hear it. <laughs> but I'll tell them. You'll tell them that it's titillating yes, Terrence. Like if and I, then well, that'll yes, lock it yes. in. Yes, titillating Terrence. So that makes sense because memories are just like printing aliases on your computer. Yes. They're just the last time you recollected it exactly. is what prints the the memory thing. You say it out loud. So if you say it back, then that's good. Yeah, because if someone says, hi, I'm I'm Stacy, and it's not until you go, it's Stacy, it's Stacy, right? That you're, I think your brain kind of, I mean, I'm not a neurologist. I don't no, but you're before. right. Speaking of another rant, just because I'm feeling all ranty. By the way, we don't have obviously have a guest this time because Essie decided and I decided that we like talking to each other yeah. every now and then because why not? This is kind of why we started a podcast. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you guys don't mind. People's schedules are busy. We have a lot of cool, interesting people coming up. But uh, this week we figured, why not? Let's just have one. Yeah. For us why not? Where we can rant and rave. But rant number two that I give a lot, which is actually kind of similar to the one, to the one about going to hear a Beethoven symphony for the first yes. time. And it has to do with memory okay. and how you print memory. So this didn't come out of nowhere. I was going to say, and this is kind of a breakfast epiphany that I have that okay. I, guess I could fit into our category of uh, breakfast Lay epiphanies. it on me. So I take pictures of everything. Yes. I'm not much of a poster. We can talk about social. That's this, this, this thing has nothing to do with social media, but I don't post stuff simply because I take too many pictures and videos and friends who know me know that I always take pictures and they just give me shit for it because it's like you're hoarding all these photos and okay. I don't mean to. I just I think it has something to do with um, like it's it's like a it's like an in real time video journal. Okay. Right? I just like I, I keep a diary of stuff because I do a lot of crazy shit and I travel a lot and it's nice for me to recollect where I was and what I was doing. But then I wondered the other day if this years of doing this specifically now that we have phones and you can take 100 pictures of one thing like with no problem you used to have to be very selective with only so many pictures on a camera roll. I wondered if this has been damaging my memory mm. and if my ability to recall things has now relied more on the fact that like the phone can store it. And I always think of what it must have been like. It's very, very similar. I don't know why my brain has this theme of, the, of this guy that gets to do this or this woman that gets to do this. If you're a settler and you're heading west and you're like surviving fucking dysentery and 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 nutrient deprivation, God knows what else, like being uh, an explorer, right, of being a pioneer of the old west, and you set up camp somewhere and uh, you don't really know what's out there, it's basically like going to outer space. You have no idea what's what you're going to run into, and you're taking a walk and you come across the Grand Fucking Canyon. Oh my God! And you go. Oh my fucking god! And you run back to your village, or your or your camp, and you're like, guys, guys, this is this is fucking huge, huge like hole, oh, in the and earth. it goes for like ever. And I I've never seen anything like it. Well, how big is it? It's really big, like 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 as big Red as box. a as like a big house. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's bigger than all the mountains that we've seen on the way here. It's like that, but like downwards. I can't. And like not having, because I guess what I'm saying is one used to need, like if you couldn't draw, you had to have, people used to be much more articulate. As a fan of the written word, I feel like now we rely on things that are associative. Like if you get in a car accident, you go, oh my God, it was, it was like a movie. It was like a movie. You didn't right. say it was like this really harrowing scene yes. where the fenders crunched and use adjectives totally. and verbs to illustrate the Someone scene. The red light. Because you can rely on the shorthand yeah. Of something somebody would understand. And nowadays you can just show a movie or something on your phone. But I can't imagine what it was like to have seen the Grand Fucking Canyon and writing down 
what you you probably thought it was like the gateway to fucking hell like you 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 have no way and no you've never heard of the grand canyon you've you've there's nothing in your brain ever that has seen an image of it so how do Describe you convey that. like i guess what i'm saying is over the years have we lost our i think i heard somewhere that when the phoenicians however many centuries ago started writing things uh-huh. down is when we started to lose huge chunks of our recollective ability because we used to just like the bible or the torah or something like or the quran like this was all just word of mouth for like a long long time time. totally you just like tell it and then it wasn't until we could figure out how to write shit down it's like having a hard drive We, we could like upload this information that we had been storing onto a third party and make room for other shit or just our brains became smaller. I don't know. So my really, really long <laughs> rant is saying I'm wondering if me taking pictures is adding to that sort of degradation of memory. Recall. No. That's my rant. I'm going to call bullshit on that. I don't think that that's true. And I don't think that you should stop taking photos. Well, I'm not. I'm definitely no. not. Not at this point. I'm too deep. You're too deep. And I also don't think that that's true. And I also think that we have, like, in, in 2021, if you want to take photos of everything, like... Also, Darren, have you heard of ginkgo biloba? Did you just make fun of me in an, in a language from Venus? Maybe I did. Because if you what? don't, what did if you, you just don't say? speak ginkgo biloba, what is ginkgo biloba? You don't know what ginkgo biloba is. Ginkgo biloba. I don't know what ginkgo biloba is. What the wow. ginkgo fuck is Darren, biloba? How have you gone what thirty something years without ever knowing what ginkgo biloba is? Ginkgo biloba. You keep saying it. You keep saying it like it's a thing. Do you I'm think it's not real? What, what Am I is. like, is there a possibility? Because I could be totally making this up and you won't know. Spare me. Save me. Indulge me. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. What is it? What Listeners, is this, thing? this is the most fun I've had all week. Ginkgo biloba is a vitamin slash supplement that has been and it's not proven there's no like it's not like it's an fda it's they it's said i thought you were talking about some like band or like a movie or like some kind of program for photos no ginkgo biloba you take it and it's supposed to help like an herbal yes it helps with your memory maybe if i saw it on paper ginkgo g-i-n-k-o i believe Biloba is like the whole, it's ginkgo biloba is the whole thing. But it is very, 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 very fun to say. Like Zabumafu. Do you know what Zabumafu is? Is that also a supplement that you take or is that that an actual other culture? No, Zabumafu is like a cartoon. I don't know. But ginkgo biloba and Zabumafu, I feel like might be in the same. If I take enough ginkgo biloba, I'll I'll remember to watch Zabumafu later. Zabumafu. Zabumafu. Yes. Actually, I'm going to have to look up Zabumafu because Alana talks about it all the time. But I just want to make sure that my sister is not. That you're pronouncing it right? Zaboom. Zabumafu. A lot of syllables are thrown at me. These are, these are all very fun. Okay, Zabumafu is at, okay. So Zabumafu is in a cartoon, but it is a TV show. Okay. Is it like a, a, a children's It's a children's show. show. It meant to be it's a children's, children's show. show. Nice. I think I believe it was on PBS nice. Kids. Like a lot of fun. But Alana talks about it all Sweet. the time, and it's just a new one, an old one. I think it came out in 1999. Okay, relatively contemporary, but uh, not. But how much fun is how much fun is it new. to say that that name Zabumafu? It's very fun to say those. I had almost as much fun not knowing what it was, just so I could try and get my mouth around those words. That was very fun. I'll have to take. I'll have to, to add that to my my supplemental uh, roster so I can remember these crazy. Yes, things I think that you should just instead of taking pictures, start taking ginkgo biloba, to, and then you can also simultaneously instead of pictures no, or in, in addition, addition to. to keep taking photos. You Thank take you. great photos. Thank you. I, t- I take a lot. I really do enjoy taking photos. I'm the kind of guy that when I see something like I I, I like the challenge of trying to get a cool photo of it and sometimes people get mad at me because like what are you why are you always doing that i'm like it's just fun no. like I, if i see something i want to like capture it in a cool way because i have this fun toy in my pocket right. it's called a fucking best camera i've ever owned. i actually think that every friend group needs someone like you yeah and you know what's great so mia's really good about like she'll take like the great pictures off my phone and she'll like send them to the people who, who want them. She's really good See, about that. Thank yeah. you, with, Mia. Without Mia, like they, it, they would be hoarded forever. No, but that's and important. Ever and ever. I, and you should not hoard them. You should share them with friends. Well, I don't, I don't consciously hoard them. I don't do it like in a way of like where I don't want people to have it. I just forget until, until you bug me. 
hey, Darren, send me that thing. I just won't do it. And then we'll like make photo books and stuff. And what's fun is during the pandemic, I've gone through old photos and seen stuff. And it is like going through old like diary entries and going, holy shit, this is who I was. And where did that T-shirt go? And this is a portrait of what things were like then. And it's nice. So I I don't regret it. But I did wonder the other day if like it had like a long term effect, like societally. So I don't I'd be curious to know what anthropologists say about that and like. 30 years. Maybe we should have one on the pod. Yeah. As long as they uh, do a lot of other things in the entertainment industry, then it's great. So once we get that pop star slash anthropologist, like we will be set. Or an anthropologist that wants to be a pop star. Which I I think might might be all of them. Because I think every anthropologist would be interested in the very unique anthropological study of what it would be to be a pop star. That'd be one hell of a case study for an anthropologist. You know, we might have to put the feelers out, Darren. Hi there. Um, just any uh, anthrop- Hi, Craigslist. We're just looking for any anthropologist out there looking to be um, a pop star and or rock star. Really any kind of popular cultural music yes. success. If you're looking for that, we are- Boy, do we have the pod for, for you. you. Boy, do we have a spot. But you can only join us if you are yes. also a pop star. I would star. say I, no, I guess anthropologist, sociologist- What's it? Psychologist? All the ologists. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Should we wrap this guy up? Should we tell, should we tell people where I am right now or should we, yes. do we have enough stuff? It's currently, I'm sweating balls right now because it's like really hot. I'm in Chicago. One of my favorite cities in the I whole know. world. I know. Well, I I'm actually I very Chicago. jealous um, because I have very very fond memories of being in Chicago for Lollapalooza, which it's baby's first Lollapalooza. Uh, I go to a lot of festivals, but I have never been. Lollapalooza is that festival. It's like that movie that you don't admit you haven't seen because I don't want people to go. You never done Lollapalooza, so um, <laughs> it's my first time, and uh, we can tell our listeners now because. It will come out. This will come out the day afterwards. But I'm going on stage with Mr. Steve Aoki doing our little Dave Matthews cover that we put out like two. That's so years cool. Ago. That's so it's very cool. Cool. It's nerve wracking though. I just did sound check and it was. I sent you a picture. Yes, it's, pretty cool, it's man. so like, cool. It's seeing that. Oh, Chicago at oh, night, man. To what be a back at a city. festival. So to much. be back at a festival. I know. I hope everybody keeps safe and everybody adheres kind of to the Me rules. Me too. And, you know, because. We're gotta, you know, it's like I'm. Ex- I'm excited that we're back, but you know, it's, it is, it is a. Tricky this time. is kind of like the a test run, if anything, right? Yeah, it's the first major festival, like that. I think of all the kind of big festivals of the world coming back. So, we'll see how it goes. I'm a little conflicted because, you know, the version that we're doing is like a remix that's made for his set. It's not the actual track. It's like ten fucking, BPM faster. It's like really hyped and crazy. But it's hard because it's really hard to sing. And the idea, I have to kind of make the decision between trying to sound good or look cool. Because right. the look cool thing is you're just basically a hype man where you don't have to sound very good. Like, because I'm, I'm going to be out of breath. I'm going to be running around stage. I'm going to be jumping up and down. It's going to be like, crash. You know, it's going to be like <laughs> that because it's so, it's just, you're there to be a hype man. But I also want to sound good when I see the YouTube videos and then you go, oh, he didn't sound very nice. But if I'm like going ape shit, then it's nobody not cares. So I'm like, which one do I go for? Go, like, for do I just- go for having, I think the crowd will enjoy it more if you're going hard. Ape shit, right? That's the thing. Yeah. You just want to go nuts. That way they will go nuts yes. too. I think, I think 
the name of the game at Lollapalooza is talk about music you need to see live, right? Like that's a thing where like if there's you're jumping around and it's it's, it's like it's, a, so it's meant to be a crowd thing. It's so infectious, and I like I think I think that I think you will win by doing that and just audience interaction i think is always kind of the name of the game and that's where you're gonna have the most fun too i hope so you're gonna uh, have the best time i'm telling you lollapalooza i have some of the craziest best memories i i don't know if i ever told you the story how many times have you played well we've played twice twice amazing yeah we've played twice i love you don't even know but i've gone just as a fan like three times yeah nice i know i can't believe i've never bought i mean it's chicago is like because i went to school in michigan and so chicago so close where all my friends are and this is this is that trip you know where you haven't seen certain friends of yours for like a yes. year and a half this is that trip i'm That's seeing so I'm staying nice. with my friend brian who i haven't seen i haven't hugged my buddy brian in like a year and a half i just gave him the biggest it's like so these are all my star kid friends for anybody who's listening no star kid these are all people i went to school with and did all those musicals with this is like that's who I get to see you on here. So I'm just like my heart is just singing. I'm just so happy to be here. It's so You're nice. gonna have I mean, I Lollapalooza starts it started uh it starts Thursday. When, by the time this comes it out, would, it will have started yesterday. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. when I think tomorrow when I went, it was just a three day festival. I know it's four, it's four it's a days. Lot. It's a lot. That's, a, that's it's a, great. That's a marathon. It's great. And I I I'm went really um God, I think it was two thousand six. And it was wow. me Gosh, and Danielle and 15 years ago. Gosh, isn't that crazy? So. so long ago. And uh, you know, we were babies. I don't even know if I was 20 yet. I think I might've just turned 20. Wow. And, uh, I went, it was me and Danielle. We were just kind of, we had copied passes. I guess I, you can go. Yeah. It's not like a uh, 21 and up thing. You can go if you're like, a exactly. I guess, right? I'm, and I think Danielle was 17. Drink, Again, we. I said wow because I was like, well, how did you go? But I guess you're right. Anybody can yeah. just go if you're. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why. I, I mean, I love. I, I mean, you know, that my my favorite thing is you know, as a pre twenty one. That was like the only time that I got to see live music. Is everything else in L A was twenty one and over. And I, but I could go to a festival and right. I could see. Right, you had to go to everything. Festival, right? So I remember going to this festival. We had copied passes. We basically snuck in. We snuck in backstage, and we'd met these girls. And made friends with them. And, because, you know, me and Danielle, we're friendly. Yeah. I'm wondering who these girls were. When you when you tell me that you ended up hanging out with, No, like, these girls. S Club well, 7. Well, oh, my God, in my <laughs> dreams. I, I, I don't know why I led with that. No, the, well, I'm actually friends with one of them still. I can't name check her. I mean, she's not. A, the girl from Lollapalooza or S Club 7? The girl 7. from Lollapalooza. I wish I was friends with the girls from S Club 7. You know that if it was allowed, I would be singing every S Club 7 song verbatim yeah, off the top of the noodle don't do it i won't do it don't i do will it. spare the readers and the lawyers from cadence 13 i will illegal legal team but i so we make friends with these like really cool sweet girls and we run around the festival with them and um they think it's so cool that we copied passes because you know they were like oh that's so cool that you copied passes and you snuck in and then they were like, uh, we're going to go see Chick, Chick, Chick. Yeah. Or, or, or exclamation, exclamation yes. point, exclamation chick, point, chick, exclamation chick. point. Yeah. And we end up, so we watch the set and then we go backstage and the guy from Chick, Chick, Chick is just back there. And basically we went up to him where we were like, hi, we're such big fans. Like I was not cool at all. I was just like, I'm just such a big fan. And you're so great. This is really fun. You did amazing. And he was like, we're going to go. <laughs> jump into the fountain outside of the the festival because it's really hot do you want to come with us oh my god the i know the the big fountain right in yes. uh, grant uh, park Is yes Mill- or millennial park millennial park millennial yeah. park i should know anyway long story short we run out of the festival and then run to the fountain with all of our clothes on in a, i was just in a fountain with chick 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 what a fun like freewheeling oh. early 20s oh like, my god 
movie moment. A hundred percent. I'm being referential to a movie because it seems like a very like in slow motion, like oh my god, you know, songs playing in the background, like a coming of yes. age story. Of oh my god, I was like, I'm going, wow. I'm running into a fountain with this like rock star that I had just seen I'm on sure stage. Major Jay is some rocks. Oh my god, some rock star has like these young twenty something girls like hanging out, like saying that they, he did great. Like he was probably like, this is amazing. Being a rock star is so. Well, fun. that's the thing, and it was also just like <laughs> a great experience. It wasn't like there was nothing creepy. He was just like, I'm really hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Sure I'm like good. running into this fountain. Like everyone's clothes were on the entire time. It was just really fucking hot. I mean, it is very, it is very hot. So right now. hot in August in Chicago. So like, and again, it was just like, okay, well, that was really fun, and then we just left. Bye. Thanks for this really fun. Bye. Movie thank moment. you for like like reenacting the opening, you know, credits of Friends. I think it's Buckingham Fountain. Is I think what it okay, is. Okay, maybe. But I just looked it up. Buckingham Fountain. In Grant Park. Yes, in Grant I mean, there's Park. There's a lot of fountains there, but that's like the big one. Yeah, Millennial. Yes. That's that's Millennial Park is another park. close though. Yes, I think. Hold on. A lot of beautiful parks. Yes, it was great. In Chicago. And so long story short, I'm still friends with one of the girls that I met that day. And she's great. Oh. Nice. I was waiting for you to say that that girl, and that girl turned out to be. No, I don't think I. I don't. I. I want to. I. I don't want to blow up her spot. Star. No, she's just. She's just like a really cool girl, and she lives in L.A. now. And at the time, she wasn't living in L.A. It sounds like she's somebody pretty amazing that you don't want to blow she's up. She's pretty amazing. But can you just say she's pretty amazing? So it's. But it is. But it is like a fancy person. Not to say that it's any less interesting if she's just a wonderful human being, but just for the sake of the story. Of like a cool, you don't have to say who it is, but I'm saying if it's a fancy person, that makes it even more fun because you met your meet cute was a very kind of romantic, poetic kind she's, of moment. So that is she's cool. She's kind of fancy, but like, but also just super down to earth girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. They're not mutually exclusive. I'm just yes. saying if it's like a famous person, who is it? Tell I'll, me who it is. Well, offline, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who it is. But okay. yes, no, so fine. like please, it was a lot of fun. It. Lollapalooza is so fun. I saw some of the great like best performances ever and like in the side i don't are they doing side shows this year are they doing like like lincoln like the after show yeah. stuff i mean yeah there's there's a ton there it's all it's all full bloom man you know other than like right now if you can see this on my on my wrist this is my i'm vaccination so pass. jealous no but this like seriously the, beyond the regular like pass thing of the That's festival this is a specific like all the after shows? like vaccination oh no this is like a vax like this they're very you know they take it really seriously so good for them because you know, a lot is riding on this festival for good you know, they they should the future be of the other ones so. they should be yeah i i hope everyone good. is taking this seriously okay the last thing that i'm gonna say is Yes. Just because you're in Chicago. If I say, what happens when I say this? Okay. Chicago. Going gone. Chicagoing. Chicago. Chicago and gone. I was wondering if we were going to talk about this Chicago going gone. Yeah. I didn't say the full thing correctly, but I was just trying to get to the end of it. So you knew that I knew you were referencing the Phantom yes! album and DVD. Yes. 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 Yeah, of course. Do you know the yeah, story? Where Alex climbed up yes! to the thing. And Sculpius. Yep. Oh man! Where, they, where he I, had the I, skull in his tour bus. Still mm-hmm. don't know how I feel about that, but I thought it was at the time when I was in my younger years. I was like, "That is album. so cool." And they, the song 10 Men, Ten Men, Ten Men," that they made up on the on the yep. on the bus. I can't believe that you knew these guys. So, so we're talking about a band that I um, I, I know we kind of tend to speak hyperbolically. I I'm very reserved when I say like my favorite or most <laughs> or anything with like high a high level of superlative phantom planet is one of my favorite bands and is one of my biggest influences and there's a lot of crossover with sd which is something that i've always thought was super cool especially when we first met and i started to realize that you had again it's the la thing like you guys have played gigs together but phantom planet to me growing up just like ah oh, everything to me and i was just like part of the fan club i bought all their shit i waited outside of their bus for, like I, I have so much sign my guitars that is actually being played in that mu- full circle the 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 live performance music video that we did for Corden Charlene who is on the other guitar uh-huh. Love was playing my Phantom Planet yes. side signed guitar yes which which is like it's from when I was sixteen I have so much signed Prized shit possession. from them I love them and I have like the DVD of that I have the album. 
I oh man, I just yeah, Chicago I knew going, I knew Chicago you would know. Again. I knew you would know that DVD. I was wondering if that's I was hoping that's what you were gonna say. Because yes. I was like, I know where this is this well, is gonna go. Do you know the story that I think they talk about maybe on the documentary? Or maybe not. I don't know where I heard this, but when you on the DVD You would know more than I would. Well, on the DVD it says Chicago Chicago going. Going. No, no, no. Chicago, Chicago going, Chicago gone. Go, go on, gone. Yeah, the Chicago gone. Exactly. Okay, now I remember. I'm looking at right. it right now. That's, but yeah. it's not supposed to be that. It's supposed to be Chicago, Chicago going, Chicago gone. Not Chicago, Chicago going, Chicago gone. So what happened? Something at the label. They didn't get the joke. Oh, somebody just made a boo boo. Someone made a boo boo. Chicago, Chicago going. Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. There's there seems to be different. See, oh yeah, someone yeah. made a boo boo. I, mean, I we still get it. I mean, yes, yes, I get it. But that must have really sucked. Yeah, to get that, be like, come on, yeah, seriously, come on, guys, like get your shit together, record label. I heard once. I don't know if this is true, but I'd like to believe it's true that uh, Donkey Kong, you know, like Donkey yes. Kong of Nintendo yes. fame. Ever wonder why it's Donkey Kong? He's not a donkey. He's a, he's a gigantic monkey. He's an ape. Right. I heard somewhere that that was just like a typo heard around the world. Stop. Where it was supposed to be Monkey Kong. No way. I, I know. It's like the M and the D aren't necessarily close to each other on the keyboard, but having studied a little Japanese, I now understand a lot of the language disparity that happens all the time between English and Japanese and, and why they happen. So I can see where that may have happened, but I... Just to make it simple without trying to dive into the etymology or the or the linguistics of it, I just like to think that somebody hit D instead of M on a keyboard. And that's why Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong instead of Monkey Kong. But like you're like, yeah, it makes sense because he's not a donkey. It at does all. make sense, but he's not he's not the king of the donkeys. No. But my question is like how many people was that green lit through before Who knows? I it was a different time, Darren. Different time. Different, different time. Who knows? Time. Maybe they just liked it better. I, I don't I can't claim that true story being true. Again, I just like the fact that it's that it's a potential scenario where it happened and it and it tickles me. It tickles me too. And you know what else tickles me? Hey. The fact that you are going to be perform that you performed Lollapalooza on stage with Steve Aoki. I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy it for you. I hope it goes okay. I wish Thank I you. wish really I excited. could be there with you. Honestly, you're going to have the best time. It's such an incredible Thank festival. You. It's such an incredible you're with festival. Me in spirit. I will try and summon the the uh, the vibes left in on those stages in that park from the Heim girls. I into mean, my just have fun. If you're having fun, everyone else is going to have fun. That's all it comes down to, right? Exactly. 100%. I know. I'm just have a good time. Go just go have fun. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm really excited. I I think yeah. I mean, you can tell. I'm I'm kind of keeping a lid on it because I'm. I just I just really am, and we'll have to tell people how it went next time. I cannot wait to hear everything, slash see the copious photos and videos that I know people are going to take, and that you better. I'll take. take them and I'll send you some. Yes. Yes, I'll send you some for sure. I sent some. I sent one tonight. It was pretty damn. It's cool. really I'll have to post cool. It after fact, and people who are listening, you'll see what I'm talking about. This is from Sam. I love pretty, pretty you. I, I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Best. Have the best time. And I'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. I'll talk to you soon. Love Thanks you. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to our rants and raves. That is that we love thing all of I you. Do podcast. Thing I do is... We'll see you love later. You.